Um, what other services might you guys offer that somebody listening might take advantage of? We have basic grooming services from the staff, which would be bath and nails. We could also microchip your dog. Um, if you wanted to have your dog's haircut while you're gone, we would have to schedule an appointment with our groomer, and that would be on a Tuesday or a Thursday. Uh, so that's a service we could provide. We've been venturing into the training, boarding and training, uh, which would be basic training while they're boarding. It would be like two weeks to four weeks, depending upon the package. We're building that now, actually. Um, so, yeah, those are the two main ones right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then daycare service is the other one, too. So, you know, yeah. we have regulars that come in typically during the week, the work week, and get dropped off at early morning. And then, you know, at the end of the day, parents pick them up and... Mm-hmm go home and their dog is refreshed and tired and yeah. then your day ends yeah. nice and calm and cool too right <laughs> this is the buffalo community podcast all about the greatest small town in the usa the people in it and how it all works together here are your hosts tyler reese and mark benzer Hey everybody, it is the Buffalo Community Podcast, and we have got Ruffin in with us today. We've got owner Justin and general manager Thomas. Uh, thanks for coming in. Really yeah, appreciate thanks for it. having us. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell the short little story. Um, our, my dog goes there, and uh, I was sitting in there, and we are waiting for Honey to come out, and it was, it was you, and I'm like, gosh, we should have these guys on the podcast. Like, that'd be really fun. Um, we're just coming back from vacation, and you go, hey. When are you going to have us on your podcast? <laughs> I said, literally nice just thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Were you uh, reading my brain here? Like a uh, scary place to be sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, But welcome. Uh, so thank you for coming in. And, yeah. Yes. Uh, we, sh- we should probably introduce as, you know, uh, Justin, you are the owner. Yeah, Justin Rude, owner of Ruffin Inn. Yep, yep. All right. And then general manager, obviously. Yes. Justin, let's start. How would you come to acquire Ruffin Inn? Yeah, yeah. So my parents had started it. 2015 so that location has always been a you know a dog boarding pet boarding facility going back 30 years roughly um roughly yeah (laughs) Yeah, i got it (laughs) i got it a few puns in there yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah from that time it's it's kind of morphed you know it's it's been a boarding location where you know dogs have had you know runs fenced in runs at that point going back like 30 years and it's kind of transitioned from 2015 when they took it over to a a more luxury style and, and kind of play environment where, where all pets are, are there. Mm-hmm. And then there's been kind of the element of the rescue organizations that have been a part of it too. And that's kind of where it was founded was rescues were a big part of, you know, where can we house some of these rescues that, you know, my parents had been a big part of. And that location was kind of that. And it kind of morphed into, well, we have these rescues and now it's kind of a boarding element, a daycare element too. And it kind of just grew from there and, and it is what it is today. Um, obviously at their age and with the animal's energy and all that that goes into it, I mean, there's a lot of work that comes with it too. And, yeah. and, and they were kind of looking to retire. So last year, um, they put it on the market for sale. And at that point, my, my background is, you know, I went to Montana State, studied engineering and, and kind of grew up within that. And 
at that point I, I didn't foresee like getting into the the pet industry like yep. this but but seeing with where the the business went and the energy that went into it and and just the the love for animals that i've had growing up with them my entire yeah. life and you know seeing the rescues and all that trying to figure out how how we can keep this thing afloat and going um and kind of made that trend transition last year and with them kind of and they're still a big part of the business today like yeah. what they're doing but um and when you call, my dad will answer the phone too. He's a big part there in Arizona, mm -hmm. but at times he'll he'll pick up the phone and hey, how's it going? So he knows a lot of the customers that are there. But just keeping that passion, the the business and all that afloat, and trying to to work through you know the staffing challenges that we've had, which is why Thomas has kind of come out in the last year too. So we've got a lot of new faces in the last year, but still keeping those core values of just a fun environment, a safe environment, mixing mm -hmm. those two, and then continuing to drive you know the rescue elements of that too into the business. So so that's kind of the the background and, and where we're at today but yeah it's it's just keeping it going just like sure. it has but mm -hmm. with that that family owned oriented business and and continuing the passion that we have so just amplifying it is basically where we're at today good cool good. and you're running the day-to-day -day show yeah and i never thought i would be sure uh, a year ago i was a chef at a restaurant um i had to put down my dog and so i was without a dog and living in an apartment that did not allow animals. I was kind of fiending for that puppy time. Yeah. And so I saw they were hiring part-time. I'm like, ooh. So I applied, and a month or two went by. Kind of forgot about it. Then I got a call out of the blue and set up an interview. And in the past, I've always been against boarding facilities. Sure. Not a big fan of them. Uh, but I took a tour of Ruffin Inn with Justin, and I was just blown away. It was like one of the cleanest facilities I've been to. Mm -hmm. um, the way he presented the business, the core values that he has, everything, I was like, wow, yeah. I, yeah. I definitely want to work here. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care how much. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I started working part-time just watching dogs, uh, cooking in the restaurant. Slowly started transitioning, like, wait a minute. I don't like cooking as much as I like this. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, you know what, let me talk to Justin and started working full time and learned more and more and more and got in touch and saw a need for a general manager, presented Justin with the plan and we went from there. Oh, very good. So that's I, cool. I can tell you one of the one of the things I really like when we drop honey off, honey's our our dog. Oh yeah, I know honey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's gotta be that she's just excited when she gets she, in there and it's just it's all blast. over me. It's just yeah. <laughs> yes. So like the first time when she was there, she was at that typical, oh, there's a new place here. And when it, when we go there and we're pulling into the driveway, it's like, it makes me sound like we drop her off all the time. Just like when we go out of town, and, you know, it, it's a big ask to ask your friends too. It's like, no, she's there. She can get some social skills and just be there is she loves it there. Yep. Like, yeah. it, like you'd think when you're dropping your kid off at daycare, they're going to cry. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't call my dog my kid. Yeah, yeah. She's like, zoom, gone. She's like, ah, are my friends here? Huh? Mm -hmm. what, yeah. What, what, what? Yep. So, and, and she comes home, and she's tired. <laughs> she is tired. <laughs> but what my kids really love about it is your social media aspect of it, of sharing those posts and those videos. And we get to see, because we get to see her personality at home, and then, like, seeing her interact with other dogs. So yeah. It's, it's, that's a really cool part of, we never brought dogs to, you know facilities before and, yeah um 
So that's what we really enjoy about yeah. that, and it's local and it's, that's it's convenient. One, that's one of the funnest aspects of our job is going out there, interacting with the dogs, getting video, getting photographs, presenting it online. Everybody gets to see it. People get to rest easy while they're on vacation, knowing that their dog is in good hands, obviously having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that makes your vacation so much easier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Very much so. That was uh, – that uh, and I know like my kids love that because oh can we can we see her it's like oh yeah just scroll a little bit and and there she is yeah Very yeah and there's thing. nothing that makes our day more too like we'll post videos and then you get a call the next day and they're like oh yeah I was just showing that to my kids we were all balling and they're like having the time of their life on the vacation but then their vacations turn into a oh we got to check social media every hour to see if our pets on there so yeah. like yeah. I mean it. it <laughs> But it does. It provides that level of relief that I know people are looking for. And there is an element of just that mental, you know, if you're on vacation, you don't want to be sitting there thinking, like, where's my dog? Is it, like, tied yeah. up? Is yeah, it? right. And if you can have, you know, that sense of relief, it just makes your vacation yeah. all that much more enjoyable. So Very it's kind so. of the mental a- element of it, too, that we provide to the customers, as well as just the, the, the pet side of it, of you get the social interaction. Yeah. They come, yeah. they enjoy it. And, and dogs, they, they don't lie. Like, when they come there, if they don't like <laughs> yep. it, you bring them to the vet, they're like, uh, I'm yeah. not going in. But you bring right. them, you know, to a place they like, they're going to show you their emotions. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we say they don't lie. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of when uh, – my wife and I went on vacation for like the first time, right? And you leave the kid with grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. and you're on vacation and she's like, oh, I'm going to call, I'm going to call and see how things are going. And I'm like, I wouldn't do that because either they're going to lie to you and say things are great and they're going horribly, or they're going to be honest and say things are going horrible. And what can we do about it in Florida? Right. Yeah. Or, right. or things are going great and they're going to tell you like, what are you going to gain yeah. from so that there is very much a peace of mind that you get of just like dogs in good hands. Yeah. And I'm not I don't feel this need to like call and check in and yeah, yeah. see how things are going. It's just But we do get that occasional call. Like for a first timer, we'll get that call. That worried yeah. parent which I get. Like I totally do get that. And I don't I don't discourage that. I always tell people Send me a message. Give me a call. Here's my cell phone number. If you're worried, I'll do a FaceTime with your dog yeah. if you're that worried about it. Yeah. And I do believe in transparency. Like there, I've had to make bad calls or yeah. I've had to tell them bad answers. Like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Your dog is in isolation today because they had a fight in the yard. Right. Um, doesn't mean your dog's not welcome. Right. Doesn't mean your dog's in trouble. Yeah. Doesn't it just doesn't get to be in gen pop. Right. For, <laughs> it's a, just a timeout. It's a hockey timeout. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. two minutes for instigating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put them aside yeah it's you know i've had those calls and and you deal with it and i always tell them I'm like listen we're always gonna work them back into the group yeah like i don't give up on dogs yeah. so i've had some of the most scared dogs that people would think are vicious but they're just scared and they're reacting but we take our time we get them into group we get them socialized and turn them around and the next thing you know they're very excited to come the next trip yeah so uh Looks like you've got some work going on out there. Uh, maybe, are you expanding uh, anything? Want to share, yeah, any, no, share anything no, we're yet? Just, we're just upgrading. So the, the play yard that you see today, I mean, it's all pea gravel. So, you know, and I, it all goes back to core values, like decisions that we do on a daily basis. It's all safety. It's it's mixing the fun. Mm-hmm. So that what you're seeing in the front yard there, that's basically a turf expansion. So we got, you know, 8,000 square feet of turf yard that will kind of come for oh. small dogs and big dogs. So cool. it will make all the ground just a lot cleaner. 
you know, dogs won't come back with as much dirt on them when they're yeah. digging holes. Sure. And so, yeah, it's just continuing to just drive what we can from a Corvelli standpoint and, and continue to grow that way. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. That should yep. be uh, rolled out here probably in the next couple of weeks here with the, the small dog and big dog yards in the front yard. And then we got to get fenced. And after that, yeah, uh-huh. snow will be here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ooh. Ooh, don't work too fast. <laughs> yeah. If that's the hinge point, don't work too fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself growing up um, outside of the business. And He's almost a 99 grad. Yeah, oh, went to the Buffalo almost, High School. Yeah, 2000 God, he grad. He brings so. up 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, are you 99 grad? I'm, I'm a 99er. And you? Not 2005. Yeah, not okay. even close. I'm a 98er. Okay, yeah. you're almost a 99er, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Buffalo High School, yeah. And like I said, then from there, went to school in the engineering. Um, have a family, too, that uh, two kids, a uh, six-year-old now and a three-year-old. So, yeah, that's that's a handful on top of the dogs mm-hmm. that we've got, too. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's kind of it in a nutshell of everything. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's busy, though. I'd say, yeah, with, with the dogs on a daily basis, the kids, you know, everyone needs attention. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have your own dogs? Yeah, so then I've also got a rescue that actually came in from roughing in. So, you know, at times we've got rescues that are flowing through. Typically, I'd say lately it's typically like two rescues that we'll have at a time that kind of need a, a intermittent intermediary foster that that it's kind of working through so that's what we provide and that's kind of where that one came from that is now Mm -hmm. in in my possession as kind of a failed foster too within that (laughs) uh breed what kind or well that's what's interesting this one is just a it's a mud of all mutts i think it's a sharp pay mixed with like a rottweiler mixed with the border collie pit bull it's it's unique sure (laughs) okay (laughs) name uh roscoe yeah well, that's pretty good that's yeah, a pretty yeah. good dog name I so like that. yeah if you see he's typically the one at roughing in all the time too because yeah he spends his time there so causing the most mischief <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> two minutes for instigating several times a day he's yes. yeah he he well, puts the, <laughs> but the problem is he can jump out of the penalty box <laughs> oh yeah so. yeah he's figured out how to climb fences it's not just jump fence but like yeah scale all fences so yeah th- that's, that's yeah. the collie yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Whatever. Whatever we did there. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to recreate this mix and keep <laughs> yeah. it going. Yeah. <laughs> My cartoon bubble is very, very vibrant right now. <laughs> yeah. How about you outside of the business? Um, so I grew up in Los Angeles. Um, before getting to the dog industry, I was a documentary filmmaker and a chef. My three passions in life are filmmaking, cooking, and dogs. So if I could somehow make a reality show about baking dog biscuits yeah yeah that would just be all three of them yeah. all yeah. in one and be right. perfect but uh yeah um i never really thought i would get into the dog industry the way that i have but this opportunity at roughing in and the growth and potential that we have and the care and passion that goes into it it's turned my life around so yeah very cool uh justin i don't know i'm just sitting here thinking like what amazing whatever you want to call it luck blessing to have somebody like thomas oh yeah yeah stumble into your into your world yeah yeah with such passion and yeah 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 but oh, I, it, uh, it makes a huge difference too yeah i mean uh, even in the the first interview he's like hey i'm willing to to prove my worth 
and he, he came in just like I'm I'm even gonna work yeah just it'll be dirt cheap whatever mm. just to show you what I'm and, and that mentality too goes so far of just I mean it's like well you prove mm-hmm. I, I mean the sky's the limit whatever you build it and yep. yeah he's been able to come in like that and just continue just to to help facilitate especially at a time when you look at just businesses right now and just the struggle with you know <laughs> trying to find people to fill in anything just yeah to, so so yeah no it's been been huge and. The team too. You look at everyone across the board at Ruffin In. I mean, that, yeah. that's really what drives it. And from my perspective, it's just really empowering. You know, everyone to their f- full capability. So when you look at the social media posts, it's not just me. It's not just Thomas. Yeah, like we're a, a small portion of it. Yep. It really is mm-hmm. a team effort, and everyone's got access to that. Everyone's posting. I mean, we're we're all just driving as as far as we can go to our our full potential. Yeah. So because one of our core values is fun, so we're all there to have fun. We're there to make sure the dogs are having fun. Employees gotta have fun too. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Do you do other animals and do- other than dogs? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we do have cats, cat condos there that sure you know, a cat atrium, which is like a bigger cell for for cats where they can take a look out the window at birds and. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most unique animal somebody wanted to board but you couldn't? Um, let's see. Or I maybe you did do it, but. Yeah, I mean, recently we had a rabbit too. I mean. A little bit unique, but, uh, like, yeah, that's, that's sure. nothing too crazy. We had a request for two, what were they? Uh, were they gerbils or were they? It's guinea pigs. Lizard guinea, every two, once in yeah, a while, two, too. Two guinea pigs. Sure. Yeah. Like a lizard. Like, don't they eat, like, once a month? Or is that snakes? Yeah. <laughs> like, lizards don't. Just kind of aren't they there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, as long as it has a like a feeding schedule and and yeah. there's a mean of like care and support, we can build it into our system because everything's like electronic. So as long as we can get whatever it, sure. it's needed and that yeah. that can be supplied, there there really isn't much that we can't accommodate as long as we can kind of dedicate and set the room up. Your website is really good, um, and setting up appointments and just getting everything set up. Of, uh, I, I would say. If you're looking for those like popular weekends out, like make sure you're on the schedule yeah. because they do fill up. Yeah, yeah, which they is do. Uh, you know disappointing when you're on the losing end of that schedule. <laughs> but it's nice <laughs> that you can you know schedule that all online and it's super user friendly. Stores all the information of your own pet and yep. Um, yep. I really appreciate that. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so it's simple. So yeah, no, that's good to hear. What. Uh, we're talking about boarding and we've kind of referenced it in terms of like leaving town for a week or a whole weekend. Um, what other services might you guys offer that somebody listening might take advantage of? We have basic grooming services from the staff, which would be bath and nails. We could also microchip your dog. Um, if you wanted to have your dog's haircut while you're gone, we would have to schedule an appointment with our groomer and that would be on a Tuesday or a Thursday. Uh, so that's a service we could provide. We've been venturing into the training, boarding and training, uh, which would be basic training while they're boarding. It would be like two weeks to four weeks, depending upon the package. We're building that now, actually. Um, so, yeah, those are the two main ones right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then daycare service is the other one, too. So, you know, yeah. we have regulars that come in typically during the week, the work week, and get dropped off at early morning. And then, you know, at the end of the day, parents pick them up and... Mm-hmm go home and their dog is refreshed and tired and yeah. then your day ends yeah. nice and calm and cool too. <laughs> right. I always make the joke like when I when I see people like 
bring their dog to daycare. Like, one, what a cool thing for them to go socialize versus just roam in the house by themselves. Is when I die, I want to come back as their dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have put your dog up here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to come back as your dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you go through the surveys and, like, how many people don't, though, already assume their pet, their dog is a family member? Like, right. that's how they treat it. Like, yep. 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 I mean, the majority will. And that's basically how we see them too. It's just an extended family and we treat them just like we would a kid and like mm-hmm. yeah. that same behavior goes into it. So that's good. You can feel a lot of the passion behind it. And mm-hmm. so if, if any one of our 250,000 uh, viewers do want to drop them off one call early, um, but you guys are pretty flex- flexible as well. Um, I would say on those, those heavy holiday weekends is call early and check in. Um, yeah. Yeah, typically the holiday, you're probably a month out is when we're starting to get into it. So Thanksgiving's getting getting to be a little bit tight, too. And then, yeah, sure. Christmas yeah. will follow up there shortly yeah. after. So Yeah, yeah. It's we've good. already got summer bookings going on for next year. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I, as I, as we're sitting here, I'm like, all right, I need to get that solidified. Just I don't want to miss something here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the good and the bad is, I mean, we're it's smaller. The size, we have an occupancy limit. So once that's hit, that, that's really it. And yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're to that point where we we once you get there, we're we're done. Yeah. And it keeps it it keeps it you know sized right too because you know we implemented recently just our no collar policy, and some might think we're insane because how do you how do you figure out which dog is which when you have fifty of them you know all mixed together? And I I thought the bells were just annoying. Like <laughs> I, I was like, did she get in trouble? Like was she like just jingling too much? No, but okay, no. yeah. Expand on that. I'm more, I'm curious. Well, I mean, yeah, and, and typically you'd think, well, no collar policy. Why would you do that? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But really, when you when dogs are in play, the collars are just a hazard, you know, from our perspective, more than they drive any value to us whatsoever. So sure. when you look at collars, it's potential for getting just hung up on themselves, like a jaw can get tied up, mm-hmm. like to where that gets tongue, and then the other one's kind of in a noose at that point and locked up, and, you know, sure. hey, bad yeah. things can happen. So. And all that, again, back to core values, like in that case, Thomas is like, yeah, let's just roll this out right now and just keep this going. It's always been something on the back of our mind. Should we do it? It was just one day. Let's, let's go. Let's just make this happen and try to figure it out and see, can we still work through it with the identification not being there? Right. And like one of these dogs is yours. Can you, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you get two, I'm sure that's never happened. Yeah. But I'm just joking. But uh, that would be a concern. Kind of step up. Yeah, as a staff, like the first weekend that we did it, I had seventy three dogs with no collars, and I was like, "We really have to know our dogs." Mm-hmm. You have four German Shepherds out in the yard, four Black Labs or four Chocolate Labs. They all kind of look the same. You're oh, out there, God. and you're like, "Okay, you, you start anxiety. you pay attention to their mannerisms." Mm-hmm. I mean, you get to know their personality, so you, you start to pay attention, and then you know you call the name like they yeah yeah, yeah so. And then the other thing, too, is parents always worry, like, oh, are they going to go home with the wrong parent? I'm like, I've never seen a dog get excited to go home with a stranger, ever. Like, they're, yeah. they're excited to go home to their parent. They're yeah. not just going to. Right. Yeah. But we'll, we'll never hand out a dog to the wrong yeah. person. You're yeah. not Frank. <laughs> You're not Sugar Beet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. we got the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we talk a little fun. bit about cooking, being yeah. a chef? Yeah. Um, I think that's awesome. And uh, how did that, when did that start? Kind of where has that taken you? Some cool stories about that life. So that one I kind of fell into by accident as well. Uh, In 2015, I was in Colorado. I just got done making a documentary film. 
And I was kind of at a plateau of like, okay, what do I do next? And got together with my family for Thanksgiving. And uh, one of my cousins says, oh, you like to cook? Why don't you go to school? And I was like, oh, no, you know, I already, I already did film school in the past. I'm never going to get approved for loans and all that. I don't want to pay for it, yada, yada, yada. And they kept insisting, and I'm like, all right, fine, out of spite. I literally yeah. applied. Just to shut them up. Just to shut them up. <laughs> and then I got approved for all these grants and loans and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I guess I got to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I went to the school, and, like, I loved it right away. Like, I'd never been in a, like, professional kitchen in the – culinary program in Colorado Springs is really good. They have everything set up perfectly, and it's like being in a real kitchen. And I walked in there, and I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. And so I held a 4.0, uh, four degrees. So Very cool. Very fun. What's your you, – sorry, go ahead. Oh, you said Colorado Springs. Do they partner with, like, the Olympic training facilities or anything like that? They have. Yes, they do. That's uh, very cool. Yep. Yep. Is it, what's your favorite thing to prepare? Uh, I like a lot of Italian dishes, so a lot of Italian, like chicken. Um, nice. Yeah. I, I can't say I have an actual favorite favorite, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, one thing that I really like to make is I learned how to copy the um, chicken dumplings from Cracker Barrel. So, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. It's, yeah, it's a real nice home-style cooked meal. Yep. Yeah. So, I never, I never go there because that's all I would ever get there. So, now that I can make it at home, it's like, why? Yeah. Why right. pay for it in a restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, right. Very fun. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that we missed uh, about you guys about roughing in before we uh, close it down? No, I think we covered a lot of good bases. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Well, not only thank you for coming in today, but thanks for taking care of our dog and honey, honey, Aww. honey, honey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My wife is going to give me so much crap for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you do. Yeah. I'm like, of course I do. You know, yeah. it's razzy a little bit when she right. jingles the bell. Anyway, um, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, we yeah, really appreciate you. it. For the Buffalo Community Podcast, I'm Tyler Reese. I'm Mark Benzer. Thomas. We're roughing in. <laughs> Justin <laughs> and Thomas. Go. Thank you. Thank you. We should rehearse that someday. Someday. Yeah. We nah. should tell people. Thanks for the forewarning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to the Buffalo Community Podcast, produced by Edlin Media. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube, as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts.